Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Joe Theismann, Super Bowl champion, NFL MVP, all-pro quarterback, NFL analyst, regular friend of the show joins us now. Joe, good morning, man. We got football is back. It feels so good. It really is. And uh, last night if, last night was any kind of an indicator, Bill, of uh, what the season's going to look like. We're in for an unbelievable year. I, I cannot wait. And I'm really glad you're on today because you can give us some, some insight, maybe what goes on behind the scenes. I know guys are going to have off days, but those Chiefs receivers, I mean, it was hard to watch. When you were playing, Joe, if you had receivers have that level, those level of drops in those situations, do you, do you not say anything? Is there a conversation on the sidelines or after the game? Do they, what's the What do you think Mahomes is or isn't saying to those guys when they pretty clearly let them down in a pretty good football game? I, I really think, you know, you just you don't run them into the ground. They know exactly what they did. Nobody feels worse than they do. Uh, it's up to the coaches to do the correcting and emphasizing to them. And you as a quarterback, I mean, there's lots of – there's 16 more football games. Uh, there's absolutely no reason to beat anybody up. They know, they know that they let the ball get away in certain instances. And uh, they just have to be better. But, you know, this isn't unusual as far as I, I look at the season. You only play three preseason games. Most of your starters don't even play. So this is really the first time that you see guys running over the middle with the possibility of getting hit, um, making tough catches, and, and having to worry about them as opposed to just dropping one in practice and saying, okay, I'll get it later. Uh, this is the product of very, very little contact through the preseason. I mean, that, that's, it's just a fact, Bill. And if you, you watch this, this week, next week, how many balls get put on the ground by running backs, wide receivers, people that are usually used to handling the ball, but they haven't been hit while handling the ball. And last night to me was an indication of just what it's like when you don't get a lot of contact-type practicing. Joe, would it be fair then to extrapolate from that, and correct me if it's not fair if I'm wrong, that you think the Chiefs are probably going to be just fine despite losing their opener? No Travis Kelsey, no Chris Jones, those drops. Are you still pretty confident in what Kansas City can accomplish this year? Yeah, but you've got to get Chris Jones in. That There's... You know, they obviously, you know, they gear the offense uh, to a large degree around the tight end position, and Patrick was just Patrick last night. Unbelievable. Uh, Travis makes a difference, but you saw how many balls the tight ends got. Uh, They're not going to change their offense because he's not there. But I will say that, you know, in looking back over the last couple of years, even with all the championships, the defense, when it really steps up, they're hard to beat. 
but I felt like Detroit ran the ball, and they felt like they were going to just take it right up the middle of the football field. They were going to run it right up the middle of the line, and I think without Chris Jones, it makes a world of difference. He's that vital to that defense, and if they don't get him in, then they will have issues. People are going to run the ball. If you run the ball, you keep Patrick off the field, and that's not something Chiefs want. Joe, I find myself rooting for Detroit, even though I, I'm a Bears fan. I, I like Dan Campbell. He's a character. And it's, you know, I don't, I don't root for people to fail. And it, it's nice to see Jared Goff have some success and, and play at a high level last year and, and, and last night. So I'd like Detroit to be the real deal. That They win at Arrowhead. It's not easy. Obviously, the Chiefs dropped a lot of balls, missing key guys that you just walked us through. After last night's game, with all the caveats that we saw, what do you think? Detroit actually can be this upcoming season? How, how good are they? I think, I think they can, certainly they can challenge in the division. Um, you know, there's, there's uncertainty in Green Bay with Jordan just taking over. Uh, will, will, you know, will Justin Fields step up to the next level? Uh, will the Minnesota Vikings be a solid football team like they've been, or can they take it to another level? You know, every division has a lot of curiosity to it. With Detroit in this one, I think they have to feel really good about what happened at the end of last year. They were playing really good football. Uh, every, every indicator that I've gotten, they've had a really good camp. Now all of a sudden you go to Kansas City and you beat the, the reigning world champions in their house. Uh, your defense makes plays. Your offense makes incredible catches. Your quarterback plays really, really solid, smart football. And that's the way they're going to have to do it. I, you know, The NFC to me is really wide open, Bill, when you look at it. Um, there are there aren't as many teams in the NFC that I think that can can contend as there are in the AFC, but certainly you have to look at the Detroit Lions and say last year at the end of the year wasn't an aberration. They're for real. Joe Theismann here on the show. Joe, Joe, settle a, if you can a disagreement for us on the show. Uh, Joe Burrow just got paid. Uh, depending how you measure it, highest paid player in NFL history outside of guaranteed money. That that sort of anomaly that was the Deshaun Watson deal. For me, this seems pretty standard, but the executive producer, uh, Tom, who, who obviously called you, thinks it's a sign of some sort of problem between the Bengals and, and, and Joe Burrow. I, am I missing something, or is this just all good news in Cincinnati? Is, isn't he the highest paid player? Yes. Yes, where's $55 million a year. Tom, I'm where's with you. the problem, Tom? Where's, where's the problem? If you're the highest paid player, where's the issue? Uh, if you're the highest paid player, uh, you know, obviously on your team, on your league. You know, Joe Burrow earned every penny he's got. I mean, this is where we are today. Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, all these guys. Where do teams go if you don't have them under center? And right now the market dictates that you have to pay X amount of dollars. Uh, I, don't, I don't see anything as a problem at all. I think Joe's a solid, solid guy. I think he's a, a terrific young quarterback. And obviously you've heard me say this umpteen times, Bill. The quarterback position is the single most dependent position on the field. So we saw it happen with Patrick last night. You know, everybody would say, oh, Patrick Mahomes lost the football game. Well, he really didn't. You know, they put balls on the ground at times, and they, the ball went through somebody's hands, run back for a touchdown. That's how they lost the game. That wasn't, that wasn't on Patrick. But without him, they're a whole different football team and don't have near the opportunity for success. He is obviously Joe Burrow dealing with that calf injury for the last month and a half. I, I know you're not you're not in, in in that organization. You're not the doctor. No, no one wants you to know. Would would you hesitate to to play him, Joe, or would you play it conservatively with with Burrow? I'd have to see him going hard in practice. You know, that's they they had to see how hard he could go in practice 
It's similar to what Andy did with Travis. If you're not ready, you're not ready. And, you know, coaches now are not looking just at this particular football game, Bill. They're looking at the year. They're looking at, you know, games down the road. If, if, another, if you get another week's rest, will it help you? That's the question. And I think in Joe's case, you know, he was wearing – this is the thing that amazed me. I don't know if you realize it, but when they had the video of when he pulled the calf muscle, he already was wearing something, a sleeve on that calf before he did it. And, and I'm just – what I'm wondering about is if he had an issue prior to the actual pulling of this calf, why didn't they just sit him down and say, don't – listen, you haven't played hardly any preseason for us. Uh, you're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Just get this thing 100% right instead of risking a chance to be able to go out. And I, I believe, like I say, he was wearing a sleeve uh, when he really hurt it the second time, or you know, it would look like the second time. Joe Theismann here on the show. Joe, I mean, you mentioned just how much fun the season's going to be. Dolphins Chargers Sunday here in LA is it's such a good game. It's two really interesting quarterbacks taken back-to-back in in the same draft. In an AFC, as you noted, that is really crowded. There's some good teams. Between Miami and and the Chargers, who do you think has a higher ceiling just as as a group this year? Well, I think Miami's Miami's a track team, okay? They have got a ton of speed everywhere. Um, Tua stays healthy. We saw what he was capable and able able to do. Justin Herbert, on the other hand, they've added a couple pieces out there. This is, I think, a huge game for San Diego. Uh, excuse me, for, for, the, for the Chargers. I, I think this is a huge, huge game for them. I still say San Diego is unbelievable. I do, too. Um, I can't – I'm with you, Joe. Yeah, it's hard. Have it. yep. But I think this is a big game for them because there's this, that stigma that, well, you can get close, you can almost get there. This is the kind of a game against a really, really good football team because I'm, I, I believe Miami is going to be knocking it at, on the door at the end anyway. Uh, to be able to step up and just say, okay, we're better than what people thought we were. We're a better football team than people give us credit for. We have a lot of talent. We've always had a lot of talent. You know, our highest paid guy now is in camp. He's in. Okay, we're ready to go. I think that's why this is a huge game for them. Uh, Joe Theismann on the show. I'm Bill Ryder, CBS Sports Radio. Joe, reasons to be optimistic, I would think, in, in Washington Good season last year, or, or solid season, right? Right at five hundred, they're opening against an Arizona team that is projected to be so bad. Caleb Williams' dad has come out and said, in, in effect, if it's Arizona, he didn't say it, but if it's a bad situation, Caleb might just stay at USC for for another year. What is the vibe in Washington as it relates to being able to take another step forward and really compete for things that matter this season? It's off the charts. Bill, I'm telling you, there's so much enthusiasm and so much excitement for this football team. The biggest question mark was, can Sam Howell play the position of quarterback in Washington? Because if you look at the elements around him, the running backs are solid. The wide receivers are really solid. The defense was a top three defense a year ago. Offensive line, they think they've added you know, some pieces to make it happen. But the question, I believe, was answered through preseason because Sam did play a fair amount, made some good decisions, played, played solid football went through all of the two-minute drill, protecting the ball and everything else. And so the optimism just continued to grow. This is the first time, Bill, in 18 years, 18 years, that a Washington opener is sold out. I don't know. I, I've, wow. I've been driving to the stadium. I've been driving to the stadium for so many years. I don't know what's going to happen when you add 30,000 more people go into the stadium than we've had for everything else. 
I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about getting a helicopter just so I don't have to avoid all the traffic <laughs> just to go from my house, from my house to, to the stadium. But no, the enthusiasm is really, really high. And I believe this is a football team that, remember, they beat the Cowboys last year. They beat the Eagles last year in their own division. They probably could have had the Giants had an, a few things happen. Um, unusual. So, I mean, they're, I think they're highly competitive. I think they're more competitive than people are giving them credit for. Uh, you, Joe, you, you, you just blew my mind. Uh, 18 years yeah. without a sellout is – that's a start. In the opener. In the opener, I mean, yeah. That's, it, that's, that's because that, that answers the question of what the enthusiasm is like in Washington for this football team. All right, let me ask you. Um, let me ask you one one last question. Joe Theismann here on the show, Bill Ryder, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, we've talked a lot about the Niners and about their sort of decision making at quarterback and letting some guys go, and the fact that most folks see them with Philly as being one of the favorites. What, what is your in the NFC? What is your confidence level, Joe? That that what we saw from Brock Purdy last year is repeatable and will be repeated this season. Well, as long as Christian McCafferty's not playing quarterback, um, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I think they're going to be okay. <laughs> no, it's uh, I, I think I think they're solid. Again, it, it Kyle does. Kyle's one of the best play callers in football. And then John, you know, other than the, the Trey Lance situation, I think has put together a heck of a football team. I mean, everybody, a lot of people, you know, thought he could play. I, you know, and, and now we'll see what happens with Dak down in Dallas and if the kid can play. But that's, a, you know, water under the bridge. I think Brock's, if he's, if he's fine and healthy, he'll do what he can and has to do to contribute to the success of this football team. They've always run the ball well. You know, uh, Samuels to me is, is, you know, that Swiss Army knife that can do everything. Christian McCaffrey's one of the best backs in football. They have, they have the people around the position. Brock just has to be able to not try and be what he was a year ago, but try and be what he needs to be today for this football team to win. Joe, I told you last one, forgive me one more, because in talking about Trey Lance and how difficult it is to just project quarterbacks, let me ask you that difficult question of, of, the, of the young QBs, a trio of whom are going to be able to start just from, from jump this season. Are, are there any that, that, for you, are most likely to be successful that you like the most between that group? Again, I think I think for for Bryce Young in Carolina, you know, what's their offensive line going to look like? I think that Anthony Richardson has a, a growth spurt ahead of him. He hasn't played a lot of football for the Colts, and then when you get down with uh, C.J. Stroud down in um, with the uh, Texans, um, there's a football team that you know has got a lot of pieces that need to be put together. So often when you're drafted number one, Bill. The team that's drafted you number one has more problems than just the quarterback position. But, I, you know, I, I'm curious about Bryce's ability to be able to handle all this, all the pounding that he's going to get. Um, like I say, Anthony Richardson, can he develop as a quarterback or is he just going to be a runaround guy and try and survive? And CJ, I think CJ probably has a chance to be successful. Uh, he's a little bit, you know, he's a good athlete, but throws the ball pretty darn well. But all of them, all of them have something to prove. The game speed is going to change dramatically for them. The, like I said, is they didn't have a lot of work. They really haven't seen the kind of speed they're going to see come Sunday out on the football field, chasing them around, putting pressure on them, making them move around. Um, I, Bryce is a very complete football player, but I would look at C.J. Stroud and say, I think from a durability standpoint, uh, I think he has a chance to be able to uh, you know, maybe survive the, the onslaught early. It is so beautiful that football is back. It was a great start 
last night. And, and Joe, enjoy what I'm sure is going to be a raucous and joyous and incredible scene in D.C. over the weekend. And thank you, as always, my friend, for, for making time for us. Always great to catch up with you, Bill. Take care. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.